be curious about your mutual funds. Go to the bank. Ask your bank people, what are these funds doing? What am I invested into? Who are the people behind this? What fees do I pay? You're listening to The Right Club Podcast, where the focus is all about helping you grow your real estate investment portfolio and live the life you want to live. Come grow with us and join our community at therightclub.com. And now your hosts, Sarah Larby and Alfonso Salemi. Welcome back, Right Club Nation, to the Right Club Podcast. And hello, my fellow co-host, Alfonso. How are you? Good, good. How are you doing, Sarah? Good. What's new on your end? Ah, from our end, we're actually getting packed up, getting ready to go to Ottawa this weekend. There is a real estate conference out there and we're closing property or looking, sorry, not closing. We're looking at a property up there as well too. So hopefully the trip will be worthwhile and getting a little bit further out east in the province. How about you? What are you working on? I am looking at three or four Plex in Hamilton and my family is looking at joint venturing so they saw me go and acquire the properties and now they want to also get involved and we're going to do it we might as well do it at least a couple units or more (laughs) not a single family we actually saw a pretty good triplex and a fourplex so we are just finalizing things and we're probably going to throw in an offer by the end of the week that's awesome and that's what a testament to you now i remember when i my parents first made their first investment or did a, a joint venture partner with us. And yeah, you're always, I'm all, for me personally, I'm always a little hesitant. We never worked with any friends or family. It was always business partners and JVs, but that's awesome that you're allowing your family now to kind of work with you and, and show the benefits of investing in real estate and obviously sharing the successes. And pretty cool that with your proven track record of what you've done, now you're helping your family out. Just goes to show you the power that real estate has and, and now how you can affect and help so many other people. Great. It is pretty fun. I mean, I don't, I didn't think that they would decide to go ahead and, and take the plunge, but I think through nine, I probably proved that, that uh, a thing or two about making money. <laughs> and again, there's always risks and everything, but yeah. no, like you're lucky. You're lucky. It only took you nine. We had done like something like 25 or 30 and my parents were finally like, Hmm, this sounds, this rent to own. What are we talking about here? What are you doing out there? Right? So yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's good. And today's guest, Steve Blazyak, he is a longtime supporter of the Right Club. So, I'm excited to talk to him today. Absolutely. Yeah. He sponsored many of our events and he's out there meeting, meeting our Right Club Nation, meeting the attendees of our live events. And it's a little bit different, but it, along the same lines, it's investing in a little bit of a different way the private equity market and exempt markets. First, it sounds like very scary and all exempt markets. And it's like, well, what's this shady stuff going on? But he does a really good job of explaining you know, what it is. You're investing in the company, the business that owns the real estate or owns the project, right? And you have a piece of that. So, uh, and from the sounds of it, they do a lot of vetting, a lot of background work, checking out what the project looks like, making sure that they're secure, that it is a secure investment. Like you said, there's always risks, but they're looking at what those risks are and trying to vet them through. Yeah, absolutely. Like I really didn't know a whole lot about it before this podcast. So I'm excited to share the episode with the listeners. And if a lot of people probably have heard me potentially on my other podcasts, talk about how much I hate mutual funds. And this is like, not like that at all. And I like that it doesn't necessarily follow the stock market. And I personally don't like mutual funds. And I believe that there's a a spot and a place for everything. But I like that this is another option for paper assets that are not just the typical things that the banks will try to sell you or a financial advisor will try to sell you, take 3% MER fees 
and barely giving you a return that beats inflation when you factor it all in. So I like this additional option. I think it's it could have a place in everybody's portfolio. And I would say before you take any action though, like there's lots of things that were talked about. Don't go ahead thinking that you're going to get these returns on a deal that you're doing on any type of opportunity because there are definitely risks. And so just make sure that you do your own due diligence before taking any action. Absolutely. And talking to experts like Steve and going out there and he's not the only one. There's other people out there doing it, comparing it. And even well, I bring it back to real estate when, I was trying to decide on what strategy where I wanted to go, right? So I was talking to different people and I still do now. Obviously, we talk all the time about the advantages of why you do the burst strategy and why the buy and holds. There's other Airbnb properties, multi-units. So you want to see what works best for you. And that's ultimately what we want to try to do on this Right Club podcast is really share. There's different things out there. There's not one way of doing that, one way of reaching financial success and loss of Lots of people have done it in many different ways. And this is just another option for you to check out and, and take a look at. Maybe it's for you, maybe it's not. But having an open mind and, and hearing about it and just knowing that it's out there, I think is powerful and definitely. So I hope you guys are going to enjoy this podcast. Steve was great. There was a few little glitches with his computer, but I think we had sorted it out. But definitely... Please get at us with the reviews. We want to hear from you guys. More ideas about what type of guests. If you want to be on the podcast, please go and check us out on the website. Review the podcast. It helps us a lot as well, too, That how we can improve and how we can have that constant improvement. So hope you enjoy the podcast today. And yeah, here's Steve. Hi, Steve. How are you? Everything's going well for a Monday evening. Thank you very much for asking. Great, great. So we're going to talk about something a little bit different. I'm really excited about it. So now... You've supported us greatly at the Right Club and you've been an ongoing sponsor for many times and you've got some interesting offers and you've got some opportunities and there's some things that a lot of us don't know about that are just brick and mortar investors and you do a lot when it comes to, well, you know what, why don't you tell us first what you do and I'm sure we'll have a ton of questions. I don't want to spoil it for everybody, but what is it that you do for a living and, and tell us more about exempt markets? A lot of people get confused with what exactly is an exempt market. And I just like to say that it is another type of market. Everybody's familiar with the public markets. Everybody's familiar with bond markets and stock markets. So this is just another type of market that people can invest into. People don't know about it a lot in Ontario because it really only came to be since 2016 that the Ontario Securities Commission has allowed most people, eligible investors like you and me, to invest into something like the exempt market. Other names for the exempt market is private equity markets and alternative markets. So yeah, they've been around for a long time. It's where small to medium private companies go to raise funds. And they don't go to the stock market because it's just too darn expensive. And the legal fees and the complexity of getting listed on a public stock market is huge. So a lot of people who are in that five to $100 million range tend to go to this private equity market. Wow, that's really cool. And someone like myself, I have very little experience in obviously investing in real estate. And everybody talks about having a balanced portfolio and making sure you know, you're not all your eggs are in all one basket. So maybe explain to us why it's not more common, why most of us maybe haven't heard about this before. 
Sure. Well, most people, when they're saving, Alfonso, what they do is they walk into the bank and they give hand over their RSP money uh, over to the bank. Now, I know I'm speaking to an exceptional crowd here because most people here that understand second mortgages or private first mortgages and real estate as being a private equity investment. But generally speaking, most people don't understand that really a lot about investing and would walk into the bank and just allow the bank to buy them mutual funds or buy them a stock portfolio. So that's particularly why the Ontario Securities Commission, when they looked recently at the volatility of the stock market and they saw how people's savings would go up and down just like monthly. So they would turn to a place like these private equity markets, which is a more predictable return. Using real estate as an example, you could bet that your real estate value of that property should go up on a regular basis. It doesn't go up one month and go down the next month. So it's not correlated to the stock markets. Why not a lot of people have heard about this and then I make it my mission to get out there and talk to as many people as I can so they are familiar with this private equity market. And speaking of balancing, it's an excellent balance against things like stocks and mutual funds, as well as like real estate owning, because there's many different types of private equity investments you can get into, investing into other businesses, investing into oil and gas, investing into real estate, or investing into mortgages. These are all private equity investments. So why do you think it is that we don't hear more about this? Like, I'm guessing the banks are going to tell you because it's obviously against their best interest because that's not where they make money. But so very good insight, Steve. Obviously, I've actually never heard of this before. Like, is there specific areas or specific ways to uncover this, like networking with other investors? Or if I didn't know you, how would I find yeah. out about this? Well, I tell you, I believe that there is a fairly good curiosity out there of people like you and people probably who are reaching out to right now that take time and listen to things like podcasts or ask questions. And those are the type of people that'll definitely come across opportunities in the private equity market. I mean, right now, I'm sure several of your listeners are doing private mortgages. That's a private equity investment. So if you take that along with real estate, along with perhaps investing into other couple of bricks and mortar solid businesses, you've got an excellent balanced portfolio. So I think it's just a matter of curiosity. What I like to say is that pendulum is sitting over at the mutual fund side and it's swinging away from it. And more and more people are hearing about the private equity investments and being curious, asking about it, getting comfortable and ultimately investing in there. So the pendulum swinging away from just being, I guess, lazy and walking into the bank and let them do all the investing for you to you taking control of your investments in the future and finding out more about this absolute return market. And you said it perfectly. I think a lot of the, the Right Club Nation, a lot of the people that come to our events, listen to the podcast, that's what they do like about the real estate is that they are in control. They can go and rent a property. They can force appreciation. They can have somebody else paying down their market. So what type of control or what type of markets or products, let's call it, that I would come and invest my money in? What type of control? What type of products? What, what does that look like? Well, that's an excellent question, Alfonso. So first and foremost, this is more of a passive investment. All right. So yes, you are. For instance, I have investments that you can go into that are actual buying bricks and mortar apartment buildings, for instance. Now, we have somebody that owns the company that we're investing into, and this person goes out and finds the apartment buildings, renovates the apartment buildings, and then property manages the apartment buildings. And so we're not getting that phone call at 3 a.m. about the leaking plumbing. They're taking care of all that. 
But the security of this investment is that we are all owners of the company that owns all that real estate. So we're on with the company that owns the real estate, correct? Okay. So it's obviously mutual beneficial. You guys are all on the same team trying to build the same returns from profits for everybody. Yeah. And it's an extremely passive investment. I mean, listen, I, I believe that if, if you've got the gumption to get out there and own real estate, that by far is the best investment you could ever make. Secondary to that, uh, some people get old, tired. I, like I, I've had a, quite a good portfolio in real estate. I've owned uh, duplexes, triplexes, condominium, and uh, cottage country uh, property. But I got to tell you, I'm glad those days are over because I did not like running up and down three hours and back and forth from cottage country every time I got a complaint. So if you're looking for more of a passive investment or your portfolio is large enough that you've got real estate and then you'd still like some other passive investment, this certainly is more up to speed to what our listeners are used to, this types of investments. Okay. So it sounds like there's a lot of pros, a lot of good opportunity to invest passively in addition to real estate brick and mortar investments. I'm guessing there are some risks that we should be aware of. What are those? Well, I would think the risk would be about the same as if you're investing into your own real estate, that there's interest rates going up, there's location. In this case, when you're investing into companies, you really, really want to do your due diligence and understand who these people are behind these companies that you're investing into. Now, the brokerages are like the... the, the Pinnacle that I work for, they do a lot of that deep diving. They look at not only the business model, they look at who's behind that business plan. They do a deep dive on them personally. Have they ever gone bankrupt? Have they ever had any criminal record? And then thirdly, uh, we do all the legals behind the deal. So there's a lot of understanding the deal from all different angles. And of course, it's relaying that information through to the investor to make the investor feel comfortable that yes, all the checks and balances are in place and we've done our due diligence. And when they're happy, they can finally invest. So you're vetting these deals for these clients or investors that necessarily don't want to invest and don't want those calls. Don't want to be the landlord, but also know that investing in real estate in the long term is a good idea and them getting into the market and you guys kind of vet the deal, handle the issues and, and really vet the people that are putting the projects together and doing it. Correct. And I do also want to stress that the, uh, I know when you do your own deals, you're, you guys are running like in the what mid 20% returns or sometimes even higher for some of the returns with real estate. Do know that these returns aren't as big as that, but they're still in the double digit high teens, low twenties in some of them. And it just depends on what each individual investor is looking for. Some investors say, keep my money fairly liquid or some other investors say, put it in away from real estate because I'm too heavily involved in real estate. Other people like to live off of and see monthly returns or quarterly returns. So there's different types of investments. And, and the way that you would know which best investment is for you is to sit down with me and we would go through your own personal portfolio, your expectations, your risks, what other investments you have, what other experiences you've had in investing. And through all that, we can determine which best investments suit you. Okay. So why would somebody pick Pinnacle as an example? Like what makes Pinnacle different from others that are doing a similar thing? Yeah. So each market has their area of strength. So Toronto's got the TSX, Montreal's got another stock exchange, Vancouver's got the pink sheets. And so Calgary has the uh, private equity market 
that's where the headquarters are for that, not Ontario. So you don't see a lot of Ontario-based exempt market dealers. Now, Pinnacle is one of the first exempt market dealer to get onto the market and to be recognized. It began back in 2011, even though private equity has been around for a long time. This new set of rules of how we can invest in private equity only started in 2011 and Pinnacle's been around since then. Uh, We're owned by an ex-banker as well as a securities lawyer. So they understand the rules, laws and regulations inside and out. But we are also, Pinnacle's got 140 different reps right across Canada. So we're a Canadian bound company. And I would think that I'm hoping you'd hear from about a private equity from anywhere and everywhere. So not just Pinnacle, but yeah, I'm I'm hoping there's more people out there talking about this. So on a day-to-day basis with Pinnacle, obviously you talked about all the different people that are vetting the deals that are looking at it, scrubbing it. You're meeting with clients. What's kind of your role or what do you do on a day-to-day to to work with your clients? Right. Well, uh, on a day-to-day basis, I make sure that I understand our products that we have on our shelf. Currently, we've got about 18 products on our shelf. So I have to take exams and understand those inside and out. And those are Ontario Securities vetted exams uh, for me to understand those deals. Also, there's uh, weekly compliance calls uh, and, and weekly updates that I'm looking at and just understanding what's available out on the market. Also, part of, of what I do is I build my own team. So on the Pinnacle team, we have accountants, we have financial planners, we have lawyers, we have tax specialists. So these are all people that, that I work with to answer any of our clients' issues. And then finally, my job is to get out in front of prospective uh, clients and first and foremost is just to let them know that they can happily place some of their investment money into a place like this. So it's education is what I really focus on. So with all those three things, they keep me busy 24-7. Hey, Right Club Nation. We wanted to take a moment to pause the podcast for a second and introduce you to our amazing sponsor, Danielle Chason, founder of Strategic Success Consulting. Danielle has been a longtime supporter and member of the Right Club, and she's also spoken on our stage many times before. Danielle is an expert real estate investor and has successfully completed many rehab projects, burrs, buy and holds, legal secondary suites, and several joint venture partnerships. She has also raised millions in private funds. Absolutely. And she's also a passionate educator And she's hosting some upcoming workshops that you will not want to miss. So at her upcoming workshop called Reverse Engineering Real Estate, she's going to dial into the right investment strategy for you based on your current situation, your personal goals, and your resources that you have available. She's going to give you the tools you need to start investing immediately after completing the workshop. To get more information about Danielle and their upcoming workshops, please make sure to visit events dot strategic success consulting.com again that's events dot strategic success consulting.com you won't be disappointed danielle is a wealth of knowledge and loves to share her expertise thank you danielle for being an awesome supporter of the right club and sponsoring our podcasts now back to the podcast yeah i'm sure in that type of market with all different types of investments and you did mention i want to unpack that for a second 18 different products you called it on yeah. yourself. So obviously we talked about real estate being one of them. What are some of the other products that you that you have on the shelf, like you said? Sure. Well, there's other oil and gas play. And again, I won't get into details, but I'll just generally speak about the oil and gas play. There's us buying 
other companies and then using the power of buying 18 companies and synergize the accounting and the sales and everything to have greater rate of return. There's companies that I've got a company that works together hand in hand with the Canadian government for scientific research credits and then lends against these credits and the return right now is double digit return on that one and go figure you're you're partnering with the Canadian government in that particular investment. There's mortgage investments, there's many different types of real estate, there's real estate high rise, there's real estate commercial, there's real estate industrial. We don't have a real estate rent to own though. Go figure. We, we, we should talk. <laughs> we got to talk. We got to talk offline. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. But that that could be like, you know what, if you scaled something like a rent to own to the point where you're saying, Steve, turn on the taps and give me investor money. That's basically what we do. And you can imagine the safety in putting money in rent to owns, right? So there's, that's a good example of what we could do and uh, some examples of some of the products on our shelf. So Steve, if somebody was interested, let's just say, I don't know, like I was somebody and I had $100,000 and I was looking at diversifying a little bit and investing. Right. So walk us through the steps. So as a new client, what are some of those steps to start investing? Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, what I would do is sit down. I prefer face-to-face, but somehow sit down with the client and just understand who they are, where they come from, their, their entire portfolio, not just the portfolio that they're willing to invest here, and just answer some basic questions, expectations, that sort of stuff. Once that's set, then it's a matter of me presenting them an opportunity, perhaps not just one investment, maybe several investments, and then give them all the background on those opportunities. When we come to a point of agreement that they say, what's the next steps? Then I have them sign papers, contracts, and then I have a transition team that either moves money from one institution to our institution, or they write a check or however the money gets over, and then make sure that the funds get to the proper issuer, the proper company that's investing in, as well as that company then gives us a certificate to show proof that you have invested into that company. So that's the beginning of how the process works. And then basically, you're going to be with me until, for the duration of that investment, be it a, a six-month investment, a one-year investment, or up to a five-year investment. Always be your point of contact. And that's so important with somebody that like you spend so much time researching and figuring out what markets and why and when you should invest. I would be the guy that calling you, you know, like if we're investing in oil and gas and being, yeah. I heard something going on in Calgary, what's going on? And, exactly. and basically you're translating that news maybe to me and saying, well, this is what it means. We should be buying more. We should be not, we should be holding. So having that someone that's walked those steps, seeing trends, researching that stuff is so vital and important when you're investing that money, that hard-earned money that you're putting into. Absolutely. And Alfonso, if I can just add one thing as well, that I personally got into this because of my curiosity in not being happy with the returns at the bank. So I want to let all my listeners, all the listeners know that I've invested fully into most of these funds that we're talking about here. So my own personal money, my family's money, and some of my dear friends have all invested into all of these investments. So these are investments with registered funds that you can use or non-registered funds, correct? That's correct. Our ESP, our RSPs, Liras, cash, you name it, they'll take it. Okay. Now, currently, what are you working on in terms of investment opportunities? Oh my goodness. You know what? We're going to turn a 30 minute podcast into like a, an hour long podcast because there, there, there are, let me just say this really 
simply and quickly, the last the right club that we were at, we talked, I believe there's at least three people that talked about self-storage. So right now, because you guys are always hungry for big returns, that's the one that I talk about a lot is the self-storage deal that we have on our shelf. And we're looking at returns of around mid-20s on that one. So it's what you guys, what a lot of real estate people expect as a return, which if you're making mid-20s or low-30s, you're very happy with that return. So this self-storage, which so happens to be in downtown Vancouver, and they're building They've already bought the land. They bought, paid $12.5 million for the land downtown Vancouver. It's already zoned for self-storage. And the land is just big enough to squeeze a car wash on as well. So that's, that's pretty exciting. It's pretty cool. Go and wash your car, store some of your stuff. That's, that's so you think more and more, you're right. It is. I've been hearing it a lot more, Sarah. I'm not sure. Obviously, we were talking to different people at the right club and within our networks. And that's definitely a space I want to look at a little bit more as well. Yeah, I think it's important to diversify. I mean, at the end of the day, it's one thing to have income from your brick and mortar, but at some point sooner or later, you might want to divest some of that and become a little bit more passive, or you just might want to just have different options and not have all your eggs in one basket. So I'm a big believer of diversifying to some extent at some point in time. And I think Steve, I mean, you've the nice thing is that you've done the brick and mortar. You, you've had real estate investment properties. You know how a lot of that stuff works. So when we're talking about the, the pros and cons and the differences, I mean, you're definitely very well versed for that. Thank so you. anything else that we need to know, because it's all obviously a, a fairly new topic to me. Is there anything else that you'd like to share that we haven't asked you yet that we should know about? I'd leave your listeners with this. Be curious. It costs you nothing to sit down and have a chat with someone either like me or, hey, listen, if you got mutual funds, be curious about your mutual funds. Go to the bank. Ask your bank people, what are these funds doing? What am I invested into? Who are the people behind this? What fees do I pay? So if you're curious about your current investments, and now this is something that's brand new that just hit Ontario in the last two and a half years. That if you just want to know more about it, drop me a line, give me a call or reach out to some other exempt market dealer, but just be curious and, and uh, take that power of your savings into your own hands. And some advice I got a long time ago, it's you want to be the bank, right? Those banks are never reporting losses. They're all <laughs> money, right? And what are they doing? They're investing the money that we put in there, right? All right. Yeah. So at this point of the show, we've reached our lightning round. So are you ready for the lightning round, Steve? Lay it on me. Okay, here we go. All right. (laughs) It's now time for the lightning round. This week's lightning round is brought to you by Sarah Larby. Sarah's goal is to help other Canadians create wealth and retire earlier through real estate investing. Ever wonder how to find, screen, and manage the very best tenants? Go to www.sarahlarby.com to download her free guide. How about where to invest? If so, Sarah is also giving away a free checklist to determine where you will want to buy your next investment property. Check it out on her website. Question number one. So everybody gets the same questions. Question number one, what is the best advice you've ever received from another investor or at a networking event? So best advice I've ever received from a network event. Well, I had a legal question. I I didn't really know where, who to turn to. And so in the right club, Daniel pointed me through and that young lady who does the lawyer uh, that works with us. Anyway, that is priceless to know exactly who to go to, exactly who to pick up the phone and call. And she knew the answer to my question. That's the kind of stuff that I want to belong to a club like that, that has the answers. 
That's awesome. Good plug. Quick plug for the Right Club. If you want to find the answers, come out, meet the people. That's how you're going to do it. You can Google a lot of stuff, but you yeah. want to talk to people that got experience, right? So, all right. So, this 100%. is real estate focused, but you're obviously other markets. So, there's a lot of different resources. What is your favorite real estate investing resource? It okay. could be books, it could be podcasts, it could be anything. What's your favorite resource? <laughs> Come on, Alfonso. No, my favorite resource for real estate. Again, I got to plug the right club. I've been to a lot of meetups. No, no, listen, you guys aren't paying me for this. From my heart, I, I go to a lot of meetups. I go to a lot of different types of meetings. I love the fact that you guys just invite everybody and everybody. People that show up or just want to help. And, and it's such an excellent energy. So you guys get such a good vibe going there that every month I make it a point to bring a new guest and, and introduce them to you guys. That's how much I like you. Kind words, kind words. Thank you yes. very much, even. And you, you're part of that community. You've been there. You've supported us. So, yeah, absolutely. I really appreciate that. Awesome. So question number three, Steve, what is the one attribute that has made you most successful? I think it's uh, my friendliness. I speak from the heart. And, yeah, I, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. So, you know, when I'm having a bad day, when I'm just passionate about something, so that's helped me through a lot. Yeah, absolutely. You are a very success. friendly and really nice guy. So, all right, last one to wrap up the lightning round. It's a Sunday morning. What are you doing? Oh, my goodness. Well, let's take last Sunday. I was out driving to Barrie to see a client. Seriously, seriously. I, to me, it doesn't matter if, if a client's available and wants to see me, I, I'm available. And, but I try not to work on the weekends, but just so happens you ask that question and that's the answer is last Sunday I was seeing a client in Barry. All right, perfect. Great answer. I mean, definitely work-life balance, but it's nice to see that you're there for your clients. I hear you. <laughs> okay, so you. where can people find you if they wanted to reach out and know more about you? I guess here's where you put up my email, steven.blaziak, it's S-T-E-V-E-N dot B-L-A-S-I-A-K at pinnaclewealth.ca or phone me, 416-464-3085, anytime. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Steve, for being on our podcast. We really enjoyed talking to you. Thanks for all the insights on thank what you do and these exempt markets that I really didn't know a whole lot about. So thanks for all those insights. We really appreciate it. And see you at the next Right Club events. You got Absolutely. it. And Right Club Nation, come definitely meet Steve. He's there. He's at the table. He's always got a bouquet of flowers or, a really <laughs> or something really nice. So definitely make an effort to go and meet Steve at our next event. And yeah, we'll see you there. Thanks a lot, Steve. And Alfonso and Sarah, you guys keep doing the great job that you're doing. And I'll be there every month. Not a problem. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Take care. Wow. What a good podcast that was, Sarah. How'd you have fun interviewing Steve? Yeah, Steve is so nice. Like he's probably one of the nicest guys ever. I mean, he's so supportive. He's, he explains things really well. I mean, take a, you know, we could have probably had a whole other hour conversation with him and there's just still like so much I'm curious to learn about these types of investments and it's not something that we hear about all the time that's right yeah there's not a lot of information readily available you have to go out and seek this kind of stuff so meeting people in the right club rooms and talking to them seeing what they're doing steve is a great resource for just another option that you potentially might put in your portfolio he mentioned i'm looking at my notes here and you know 18 different products oil and gas other companies partnering with the canadian government and grants all that type of thing. There's so many options out there. And what I really like 
is you know the passive. It's a passive investment. They their company is doing a lot of the vetting, looking at the deals, seeing if it's a viable option or not, and probably saying no to a lot of things, but bringing bringing that in house and having them do that. That's a great investment. Obviously, you want to check your things out, make sure that all things are aligned and what they're saying are correct. And but somebody like Steve, who's going to be there and take care of that, he'll alleviate those concerns or at least have answers for you or find them, right? Yeah, absolutely. No, it's it's great to just have other other perspectives, other points of view, other things to do with your money because even if it might not be right now, at some point you may want to switch your strategies. And so educating yourself in the meantime so that when the time does come, you'll have ideas of what you want to do with the rest of your money or how you want to split your money at some point, you've got other options. So it was really insightful. And so I say, if you want to know more, you want to reach out to Steve, come out to the right club. All of our dates for our events are posted on the website at therightclub.com. So you guys can come out. And if you have not been out to an event and you're interested in coming out, reach out to either Alfonso or myself. And for your first time, obviously send us an email. We will send you a free pass to come out. So you can send us an email at sarah at therightclub.com or you can email Alfonso, which is alfonso at therightclub.com and we will get you one pass for your first time. Absolutely. And, and our, another one of our co-founders, Daniel, says it all the time. It's real estate is really a people business, right? We are buying properties, we're buying land or cash flow and ROI and all that kind of stuff, but it really is a people business. You're going to get the advantage to that next deal or at least that opportunity or new things that are coming up. You know, we had tiny homes, now private equity. There's all types of different things out there and some are going to be good for you, some are not, but at least go out there and find that and meet those people that that are actually doing it. And it's not just hearsay, it's that they've tried it or they haven't tried it, they're, they're working in it every single day, uh, having experiences, come out and meet those different people and, and build those relationships. We really put in a lot of time <laughs> and a lot of effort to making these events, making the experience a really fun time and a really educational time and really balancing the two to come out and learn. But the people in the room really make these Right Club events. They're just awesome, the buzz, the energy, yeah, it's really cool. So we hope that you guys are appreciating the efforts. Definitely let us know. Get at us. Sarah gave you the email addresses. Review the podcast. Can't say it enough. We want to know what you guys are thinking. And the only way that we can do that is that if you reach out and let us know. I don't have the brain, the mind reading capabilities yet. So we want to hear from you. We want to get that feedback. All right. Awesome. So on that note, thanks, Alfonso, for being an awesome co-host. And I guess we'll see you next week when we do another podcast episode. Sounds good, Sarah. And thank you so much for showing me the ropes. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the Right Club podcast and joining our community of real estate investors online at therightclub.com, where the focus is about helping you grow. We look forward to seeing you again next week. Thanks from your hosts, Sarah Larby and Alfonso Salemi.